This is episode 11 of the Joy in Failure podcast. Hello and welcome to the Joy in Failure podcast. I'm your host, Joy Doyin Ogunea, and I created this Joycast to help you navigate life's failures more easily. My intention is to make failing less taboo and more fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Not until we are lost do we begin to find ourselves. Henry David Thoreau. Okay, so before this episode begins, I just wanted to give you a heads up that I recorded this episode out on the lake. So pardon any hiccups, I guess you could hear, you'll probably hear trucks going on the, on the road, or you'll hear some, I would say nature's sounds, but just wanted to give you a heads up, but I hope you enjoyed the episode. Here it is. Hello. <laughs> okay, I wanted to try something new today and bear with me and let me know if you like it or if you don't like it. But right now, I basically, I was taking my morning walk, which I absolutely love. And I'm at one of the happiest places that I love being, which is a lake near my house. And I just love sitting down here. So I'm sure you can hear birds in the background. You can hear docks cracking. You might even hear the water flowing. But I figured, why don't I just record the podcast here? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. So let me let me see how this goes. So something that I've been very intrigued to explore, and I think it's because of this space that I am in right now, which is the unknown, right? In the unknown of, I, as I, I think I've shared in my previous podcast, and if you haven't listened, definitely go listen. But basically, I don't have a job at the moment. So I'm in this space of the unknown, not knowing whether I'm going to get a job, not knowing if I don't want to get a job, not knowing that the unknown, right? The unknown of, in terms of direction, what direction I want to take and where do I want to, what do I want to do next? So I'm in this space of the unknown. And I think some, you know, I think in general, I've been able to, and that's why I was inspired to do this podcast in being able to find the joy in perceived failures. But I have to admit, sometimes I do feel lost, right? Like I still feel that feeling that we all do where we feel lost. And I know I'm not alone. I know many of you out there are probably in a situation right now where you feel lost. And I kind of just wanted to explore this as in how do you find joy when you feel lost, right? Because you're in this space of feeling lost. And when I think of feeling lost, there's so many things that come to my head. I think of even situations where you're going somewhere and you you basically you get lost, right? You're you take the wrong direction, like you just take the wrong route and you are lost. And a lot of times we're in this space and we start to panic, right? We start to fear. Right? Is this the the feeling and I'm sure all of you can sense this or all of you have been able to sense this in some way shape or form and that fear takes over us and we're not able to see clearly and then you have this girl who comes and says oh find the joy in failure find the joy when you're feeling lost and I know that can seem very very confusing and I decided to I just wanted to explore this with you and what I have learned how I have learned to find joy even when I feel lost and that has been extremely 
life-changing, extremely tremendous for me to be able to still see the joy even when I feel lost. And um, something came to mind and I was just having a conversation with my husband the other day. We were reminiscing on a situation that happened to us last year. So last year, we went um, to Tuscany, which was amazing as a family. We went there and we, we had a wedding there. So it was amazing. And we decided to take it as, a, as an opportunity to also have vacation there. So we were, our plan was after Tuscany, going to London to see my mom. And this was summer, right? So it's trying to say it was a public holiday the day that we were leaving the next day will be a public holiday in london so we decided to take advantage of that and then head over to london to see her and while we were at the airport we got there early so tuscany i think from rome is about two hours away and we got there early let's say we got there three hours or four hours before our flight because we did not want to miss our flight right so it was my husband um me my daughter and my sister-in-law so four of us went and my sister was living later on, but we all decided to go to the airport together anyway. So we were there, we checked in, everything was all rosy. Like everything was so smooth sailing. Yay. So we're sitting down, waiting and just talking, right? So we got lost in our conversation. We got lost in talking and it was just so nice to be able to mingle together and really spend this time together. So we were talking and then we checked the time and we realized, oh yes, we're, um, we have, we'll soon start boarding now. We hadn't passed through security, so we figured we still have time this was let's say an hour and a half before our flight took off so we feel still felt we had time let's start let's start um passing through security and going through the the ringer so we decided to leave and once we started passing through security it was this mayhem mayhem in the sense of there was um there was this like really really long line that nobody could pass through so apparently I don't know what was happening with security, but it was just crazy. Basically, we couldn't pass through. And we were so scared that we we're going to miss our flight. At every time, like we just kept on meeting roadblocks upon roadblocks. Every time we just tried to pass through. Eventually, we successfully passed through. We then realized that our terminal was super far. We ran. By the time we got there, we basically missed our flight. Like literally missed our flight. We got there just in the nick of time, but they said, well, we've already closed the doors. You've missed your flight. So we said, okay, let's try to see the next flight we can catch. We tried to see the next flight we can catch. We found a flight, maybe three hours, you know, the next three hours. So we said, okay, let's, let's try to get our baggages. Apparently we had to go through security all over again, go through immigration, like as if we had arrived at Rome, but had to go through the ringer. So basically we just, we encountered all these roadblocks. We finally did it. We missed that flight, right? When we then wanted to get our luggages, we found out that our luggages were lost. All our luggages were lost and they had no idea where it was. So basically we felt completely lost. Like we're in Rome, stuck in Rome. There was no flight out. We could not get out of Rome. We're basically stuck, right? And we had no idea what our next move was, right? And I think that's what a lot of times when we feel lost, that's how it feels like. We do not know the next move or we we're so um indated with fear we're so indated in our heads we're so indated in what meaning or what story we're giving it that we're not able to breathe and think clearly on what our next move would be and in this you know craziness of oh my gosh we're stuck we don't know how to get back what are we going to do how are we going to get to london we even explored like looking at do we have any trains could we rent a car and drive to london like all these different options that 
were even insane, but we just wanted to get out of that situation. And in that, which was so profound, is that my daughter was so calm, right? So when we were looking for our luggages, when my husband was looking for our luggages, luckily at the, in the airport, they had a playground. So she was playing. She was, she knew our luggages were lost because the facts, it, you know, the facts were our luggages were lost, which I told her our luggages are lost. So we have to wait until we, you know, we have to wait because we're trying to retrieve them. But in all that, in all that confusion, in all that potential chaos or, you know, possible chaos of not knowing or feeling lost, she was still calm. She was still cool, calm and collected, right? I had, of course, granola bars in my bag. So I was able to give her that. And of course, that helped. But even in that, right, like we were freaking out. Yes, we didn't show we were freaking out, but we were freaking out. And she wasn't freaking out. She was so calm, right? And you would think it, it would be the other way around. You would think a child would not understand what is happening. and would, of course, want to. Why am I in the airport? Why am I still in the airport? Why? Why are we still here? It's five hours. We've been in this airport for about five hours, six hours. Why are we still here? I just want to go home, right? Like, And she never said a word. She just looked for ways to bring light to the situation, right? She looked for ways to play. She looked for ways to be comfortable. She looked for ways. And when she was tired of playing, she just came to me and sat next to me, right? And in that was just so profound to watch because it was a stark reminder, stark reminder on how how magical, no matter our situation, how wonderful things still can be. Like it's all our perception, right? Like it's all our perception. So for her, it was okay. She wasn't seeing it as being lost. She was seeing it as we're in a different country. She was seeing it as we're in a different environment. We're at the airport, right? It was not about being lost. It was about what, what adventure can we embark? What is the next step? What else can we do that's exciting? So eventually we got to the hotel. We still didn't have our baggages. We got to a nearby hotel successfully and we had nothing right like everything as i said everything was lost the only thing we had <laughs> the only thing we had was what we had where the only thing we had was in our hand luggage but most most profoundly the only thing we had was each other like all we had was each other in this situation where we potentially lost everything we had with us Right? We lost everything we had. We were lost. We're in a foreign land. This was not what we planned. Right? And all we had was each other at that time. And just being able to pause and reassess that we might lose, we might potentially lose it all. We might potentially lose our jobs. We might potentially lose our loved ones we potentially lose things that are so near and dear to our hearts but there's still always something to be grateful for right there's still there's always something to be appreciative of there's always something right and that we had each other yes we didn't ticket to leave the country and that's what we did like we bought another ticket for the next day 
and we planned like even if we lose our luggage that's it like even if we don't get our we go to the airport the next day and we do not find our luggage i think we came to terms with that we do not find our luggages it's okay right it's okay we have each other right like we're still safe right like we didn't lose one another and we do not know what we were being prevented from right but that we have each other is all that matters and that was a profound experience because for me personally it got me appreciating my loved ones even more it got me appreciating life even more because my you know my prized possessions were lost i lost my potentially lost my prized possessions the things that you know i was holding like the material things and realizing that it's not about the material things, right? That ma- it's not about the material things. Like life is not about the material things. It's about the experiences. It's about the love we share for one another. It's about the love we feel within. And that was a stark reminder, literally, because in that situation, right? And it's funny because when my husband and I were talking about it, we we're like, yeah, that was like a crazy situation, right? Because you, you have all these emotions going through your head and we're trying to protect our daughter, right? You never want to put anybody you love in that situation. And we found ourselves in that situation. But in retrospect, like when we learned how to de-dramatize the situation, in retrospect, it wasn't that bad, right? Like it's never as bad as it seems. And I think it's hard when you are in it realize that it is never as bad as it seems but when you look back or when you pull yourself out of that situation you realize that it is not as bad as it seems so for me that taught me something that I don't have to wait to come out of that situation to be able to laugh at what happened to be able to find the nuggets to be able to find the joy that I can be in that situation and still find that. Just like looking at my daughter, she was in that situation. She was living the situation with us as well. But the meaning and the story she was telling herself was not what we were telling ourselves. She was still being, she was still able to find the joy. She was, you know, once we, once we got to the hotel, she's like, oh, I want to go swimming. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, dude, like our our luggage is lost our swimming trunks like everything is lost so we don't have anything at the moment and she said yeah but why do i need clothes i know this was like funny she's like why do i need clothes to swim and that was funny right because we think it was also of course she didn't go swimming because she didn't have the appropriate attire but it also made me think like we don't need all these things like these things don't make us It's the experience, it's the joy, it's the love, it's the beauty that we can still find in that moment that makes everything worthwhile. So that for me was profound. And I just wanted to be able to remind myself as I remind you that even in that situation or whatever situation, whatever lost situation you might find yourself in, you can still find the joy. And I find that one step of doing, like the first step of doing it is being able to de-dramatize what's happening and what's so profound is as human beings i know a lot of a lot of us think we're not creative but i believe i truly believe in the core of me that we are all creative because we create stories every single day of our life every single moment we're constantly creating stories 
We're story makers as well as, well as storytellers. We are constantly creating stories. And the stories we create a lot of times are in our heads. We do not articulate the stories we're creating. Every situation we find ourselves, we create a meaning, right? Everything is perception. Everything is perception. And that's why you can find one person's view is different from your view because the way you see life is the, is different from the way others see life. And in this world that we're in, and I think our, and I've heard this before where our brains are, our, our primitive brains, right, are cued to always see things as dangerous, always see situations as dangerous. And in the past, back in the day when we were cavemen, right, or cavemen or cave women, back in the day, that was what we used, like our primitive brains, what we used to be able to survive, right? Survive in the jungle, survive in um, the times where animals and creatures were trying to take what was ours, right? So it was. It was our survival. It was what we used to survive. So that was what, you know, that's what we used to survive. And we always dramatize things. And as, as a result, that's why we find ourselves dramatizing things. We love drama, right? We love drama, right? Back in the day, I used to watch um, Real Housewives. Loved it. Or, you know, love and hip hop. And I'm not judging anyone who does. Don't get me wrong, right? And I started realizing that everything like with that everything for me was drama like everything right like and i would say and we all say like oh we don't like drama we don't want drama but we crave drama we create drama at our jobs when things are happening we want to know what's happening drama drama dra- like every situation we want to know right you think of things that are happening in the world you think of the you look at the news it's drama everything is dramatic so in our world we tend to see things in a very dramatic way i used to think it was a very nigerian thing because nigerians personally we are so dramatic you're born into being dramatic right if you ever watch nollywood uh, nollywood movies you would know like we ooze drama and i'm not this i guess this could be i am nigerian so i know personally that was kind of what i saw is everything is dramatic <gasps> whoa what's happening right everything is dramatic and that's how we tend to view our lives right anything that is happening we inject drama we dramatize things and in a way yes we think of it as exciting but at the same time it's that drama that makes things seem worse than they really are right it's what we do like we add flavor to situations we create stories about about situations we create meaning about situations and we tend to dramatize situations so when we find ourselves lost when we find it even you you're in a car you miss your way as i said we tend to say oh my gosh we're lost we're lost what's happening we start panicking we're dramatizing that situation right we lose our jobs we start adding meaning oh they you know i lost my job because of xyz now that i've lost my job what is going to happen blah 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 we start creating stories that have not even happened yet we start creating drama so yes we create drama and when we realize that just like we can create drama we can also de-dramatize situations we have the ability to decrease the drama in our lives, to decrease the drama in situations, to create meaning in our situations, right? So once we're able to kind of de-dramatize the situation and de-escalate what is happening, what we perceive is happening, 
we're able to breathe in take a deep breath and really say what what are the facts right the fact is i'm driving and i lost my way i missed my turn i missed my exit okay that's fact I do not have to give meaning into why I missed that exit. I don't have to give meaning into what was I thinking for me missing that exit. I don't have to give meaning into blaming somebody else for missing that exit. Oh, you were talking to me. That's why I missed that exit, right? You distracted me. That's why I missed that exit. You missed that exit. That's it. You missed that turn. That's it. You lost that job. That's it, right? That is the fact and then you're able to pull yourself out of it and then say, okay, yes. So then how do I recalibrate? What do I do next? What is the worst thing that can happen? Right? Like you start asking yourself those deep questions without the drama, without the meaning, just the facts, just the facts. And then once you're able to take a step back and ask and ask those factual questions, then you will be shocked. You will be amazed by the solutions that come your way, right? You'll be amazed by the insights that come your way. But if you're in that drama state, there's no way you get great insights from being in drama, from being in fear, from being in this state of, um, this state of anxiety. There is no way you can get really great solutions, really great insights. So that's why it's so important for us to take a step back and think of what we are creating. Think of the story we're telling. Think of how we can tell a new story. Think of how we can see the situation we're in differently. And for me, being able to be in this space of the unknown, how I see the situation differently is, is being, I have to be honest with you, I have been able to find myself even more and more than I've ever been in my life. Being in this situation of the unknown because I've been able to take a step back and then de-dramatize the situation and really find myself, really go deep and think of what makes me happy. Being in spaces and being in places that excite me. Like as I'm sitting down here by this lake, it's amazing. It's a miracle because this is what I love to do. I love doing these things. But when I was in the space of drama, when I was in the space of just doing, 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 achieving, 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 I couldn't breathe. I couldn't take a step back and really see and really do what makes me happy. I couldn't take a step back and really be in myself, really be in me, right? Do me, right? I was always in this rat race, in this chasing, without even understanding why I was chasing, why I was, what was I trying to achieve, right? How am I making an impact? Am I doing what sets my heart on fire? Am I being inspired? Am I happy? I enjoy. And so I find this for me is a stark reminder, right? Like when I find myself feeling lost, I take a step back and say, no, you're not lost. You have been found, right? You are not lost. You have been found. I am not lost. I have been found. I have found myself. I haven't lost myself. I have found myself. I might feel lost. But oh, I have gained so much more. I have found myself. 
And with that, I'm able to see the beauty. Beauty is another thing that helps me find me, helps me, right, de-escalate what is happening. I get lost and I see beauty all around me. And for me, it's God's reminder that I am here. God is constantly reminding me every single time that I look around and I just see wonderful things. I see the fact that I'm free. I see the fact that I can live in this freedom. I see the fact that I can literally do anything I want. I see the fact that the world is literally my oyster. I see the fact that there is beauty all around. I see the fact that I am amazing. I see the me. I see the fact that I have my loved ones all around me. I see the fact that I have not lost anything. Like the things that I have lost, in the things that I have lost, I have gained so much more. Right? And I'm able to just appreciate the beauty. I'm able to show, to see the gratitude. I'm able to give gratitude. I'm able to feel appreciation. So appreciation is the next thing, is the other thing that helps me find joy when I feel lost, right? The first is de-dramatizing the situation. The second is appreciating the situation. (sighs) And the third, the third is trusting the situation. Now, this is a big one, right? This is something that I'm constantly trying to teach myself, constantly trying to remind myself is the trust. Trust the situation. Trust what is happening. Trust when you are lost that you're going to get out of that. Trust that when you're lost, you are going to see wondrous things that you have never seen before. Trust that when you get lost and when you find that you are lost, that there is a meaning, there is something, there's a lesson to be learned. Trust. (sighs) Trust. Trust that Something magical is on the other side. Trust that when you find yourself lost, it's time to recalibrate. Trust that when you find yourself lost, you are going to get out of it. Trust that when you find yourself lost, that it is not permanent. Nothing is permanent. It might seem like it's permanent. You might be in a really dire situation, but this too shall pass. Right when your kid is crying and you just want to get out, trust that this is the process. Trust that this too shall pass. Trust that there is something to be learned. Trust that there is beauty in this moment. Trust, trust, trust. Oh, I can't say it enough. And that helps me so much to be able to find the joy when I feel lust. Because I trust that something magical is on the other side. I trust that I am going to find my way. I trust that this is meant to be. I trust that something good is on the other side. I do. I do. And I think that trust on trusting that things work together for good. Trusting that. And I think it's a mindset thing, right? It's a mindset thing. And that's why I'm here encouraging you to Shift your mindset. Shift your mindset. And trust that everything happens together for good. Just trust. You have nothing to lose, right? Because you've lost everything. If you've lost everything, if you're in that mindset of you have lost everything, then you really have nothing to lose by trusting, right? 
experiment. Try, try that alpha size and see if it fits. So I just encourage you to strive to find the joy in failure. I encourage you to find the joy when you feel lost by de-dramatizing the situation, by appreciating the situation, and by trusting the situation. And I promise you, it only gets better. It can get worse, right? It can get worse. It only gets better. <sighs> so um, I hope this podcast episode finds you well. And please share, share, share. You can um, reach out to me. Many of you have. And I appreciate you for reaching out to me to share how these practices are helping you find the joy when you feel lost. Find the joy in failure. Find the joy when you feel when you're in the mess of things. Please share. I really love hearing from all of you. So feel free to reach out to me um, on Instagram. Reach out to me via mail. Reach out to me and let me know how this is serving you, how these lessons are serving you and what you want to hear more of. I really want to hear from you. And I thank you again. And until next time, live joyfully no matter what. See you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And for more juicy bits that I don't share on the podcast, come over to the website at thejoyinfailure.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or Twitter at joyogunea, which is spelt J-O-Y-O-G-U-N-N-E-Y-E. Until next time, live joyfully no matter what.